0: Welcome to a rare Monday night installment of the Williams and Bloom podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we are, as always, presented by our friends at Mechdyne and the uh, Mechdyne Corporation, enabling discovery. I actually got a text, Bloom, from Chris Clover on um, Saturday night. Uh, Chris was dipping into a nice bottle of uh, bourbon, I believe, and he said that the Cyclones have never lost a Big 12 regular season uh, title Since McDiann's pairing with the Williams and Bloom Sunday Night Podcast, my man right (laughs) there—that is indisputable. Go to McDiann.com. I highly suggest the Careers tab. Uh, There's so many. um, When you when you a great company like that, a couple of Iowa Staters created, and it's gotten so um, massive, literally worldwide. uh, It doesn't matter. You don't have to be an engineer or even in technology, really, there's customer service jobs, there's marketing jobs, there's all sorts of great uh, entry-level IT positions. Check them out at mechdyne.com. We appreciate their sponsorship of our uh, usually a Sunday night podcast. Tonight, it is a Monday. Uh, We apologize for the inconvenience of that to all of you who are tweeting at us. I did put out a tweet last night that we were going to do it on Monday this week. So if you didn't see that, I, I apologize. Uh, i just been dealing with some stuff back home, and um, it just worked out better. So, uh, Bloom, how are you here on this Monday evening? We're I, here, I'm sorry to pro- pull you away from professional wrestling.
1: Man, it's tough. tough call. Somebody had to, you know, it's do t- t- the t- Monday t- Night Raw. When, you, know, when, when thing, right? work comes, you have to go, go work. No, I was uh, half-heartedly watching... A, I had the Bills game on for a little bit, and then my wife's like, "Should we watch a Hallmark movie?" I'm like, "Sure, you can watch a Hallmark movie because I'm going to go to Williams." And so I oh, let her, I let her get a layup, you know, because I knew I didn't have to watch the thing. That, that's smart. We bought. She's oh, the, she no. doesn't listen to this. God. What'd she make you buy? We bought a TV service called Friendly. It's an app. Oh God, and it makes you watch just, like couples it's movies. Old, no, the only thing no. is it <laughs> has the Hallmark channel just for Christmas. Jesus. My wife is obsessed with the Hallmark channel. And there's like four versions. Do you know there's just four versions of the Hallmark Channel? I thought you were going to tell me that you guys had like a couple's app no. to make you spend oh, time no. together. And no. I was like, jeez, nope, that sounds I'm not, awful. Nope. No. So she can watch her movies. I've got I've got my uh, my tablet if I want to watch a college basketball <laughs> yeah, game. Everybody no. gets along. What do you think I bought this thing for? Look at that beauty. Because
0: the kids. Yeah. I mean, my God, even little Elise now. She can say Daniel. (laughs) She wants the tiger. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Anyways. uh, No, we're surviving, buddy. We're surviving. I haven't watched it. Cranks is the only Christmas movie I've seen this year.
1: (laughs) Better than those Hallmark movies.
0: Cranks is great. Uh, Anyways, uh, really great weekend. We're going to talk about a lot of... um, There's a lot going on. Um, Tonight, Monte Morris got a contract with the Nuggets. We'll brush up on that. Um, Of course, we're going to do a lot of football uh, craziness with Iowa State basketball right now. That is just, um, uh, you know, I don't even know where to start with that. But let's start and uh, talk Iowa State football, Bloom. um, We... Let's get into the game here in a minute. Yep. I do want to talk about the postseason first because I, I think that we're 48 hours away from the game. We we be smart with our audience; they've heard all the analysis
1: uh, at this point. And what more can be said other than that was a uh, yeah old fashioned, no doubt ass kicking. Ass kicking. Well, that's right. Up and down the field. That's right. As yeah. as Dan McCarney. Told us in the in the podcast back in October that was kicking somebody's yeah. up through the shoulder blades, I think he
0: said. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the game. I sat, I sat with Whitford in the second half. Whitford has really good seats, by the way. Well, he's really good seats. Like fifty yard line, twenty rows Jack up. Jack Whitford is a successful businessman. Yeah. Man. But my God, like um I've never my media seat you're so high up in the press box. Yeah. And then if you're not, if I'm not there, I'm on the sideline. Yeah. Which is not that great of a place to really watch a game. I mean. You get the sense for the speed and the size. Which I appreciate, but you can't, can't see, see a Can't see anything. Yep. And then TV. But I that's a that's a sweet seat right there in the 50-yard line. Like, I felt like I was. Living a the
1: angle. life, of Riley right there. Right. Um, Start a couple of businesses. Well, you got one, so <laughs> yeah, you got two. You got yeah. two, but you're yeah, close. Seven one two media. You're, you're almost. Twenty twenty one is going to be our year. There
0: you go. Um, our um, no, the favorite. My favorite part of the game. So they play that rap song. The swag surf is that what that's called when they do the surf? Well, the when the guys like are all bunch, uh, yeah. swaying back Swags, and forth, swag surf. I tweeted the uh, video of this, and like so the. The West Virginia Cats are just like, they're so defeated at this point. <laughs> That's a long charter home. You know, they had just kicked a field goal to, to get on the board to yeah. be down by 32 or whatever the hell it was. Yep. And then our guys are over there and they're all dancing and just living yeah. it up. Well, haven't been able to go to uh, Welch Ave during the... They got to get their they swag get out at right. some point. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the game. That was that was a lot of fun. Wow,
1: atmosphere is pretty good there, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, you almost get. You, it's going to be so strange now. It's like going to be opposite world when there's a full crowd like somewhere. Death
0: Valley's just going to be like, oh my god! Like, look at all the people! Like, yeah.
1: when you see an Oklahoma game now on TV and they have like twenty five percent, which ends up being about close to twenty five thousand people at Norman. It's like, oh, look at all those people. What are they doing? There's so many people there. Yeah. But when, so once we're next year, hopefully uh, happens, it's going to be strange just to see full houses places because you got used to this, you know, 15,000 thing. Yeah. Um, it actually looks good with
0: 15. No, it does. It's such a difference between that and no fans. Correct. Correct. You know, like, you, you can really t- – that's what sucks. Uh, a lot of these bowl games, yeah. it looks like, are, are not going to have fans. But but we know the Big 12 championship will. It will. Because they don't care in
1: Texas. And Iowa State got 5,000 tickets. They've so probably already blown through those, I think, I, that think, I, think, I, right? I heard today they're close to – they're going down the list. So it's all priority points and all that good
0: stuff. Oh, so they're letting the, the rich folk get the first – or the donation the, level, the, yeah, donation. That's level. probably the better way yeah. to put it. But you know what I
1: mean. Yeah, yep. So they get first crack. But I don't. Then, know, I don't know if they'll be available for the general. There'll be quite a bit on the market, I would think. Yeah, I mean StubHub. If you go on StubHub or SeatGeek, it has they about doubled in price in the last twenty-four hours. Really? Well, so I think the demand is there. Well, I mean Oklahoma. I mean they've got a huge base incorrect.
0: in Dallas, and then Iowa State's fan bases. Yep, I think there's going to be it's a bunch of crazy people. Twenty percent capacity. Like thirty thousand. So I think it's thirty-three thousand. I think is
1: is that what it is? Well, that's what the Cowboys have been having. Okay. Well, it's so yeah, somewhere in there. But unless it's changed, I know Iowa State had five thousand for the the school, and of course the the championship game itself has an allotment too. So you'd assume Oklahoma has five. Um. So at least twenty thousand people will be there. Yeah, which will seem really small in that arena, but also. I mean silver lining at least there's some people that can go to that game no doubt no doubt about that um real quick
0: while, while we're on the topic of like COVID and stuff and I promise we're gonna we're not gonna do the whole show on this but there was breaking news well the yesterday was a weird deal I get a call I'm down in Clorinda um literally it's like 4.05 yeah I'm leaving the and in Clorinda because I went in to get me uh Six pack to go and watch. I was so excited. I'd i had like a hellacious afternoon. I was excited and I was to watch so excited to too. sit and watch a basketball
1: game and just not have to work and just enjoy it. You know, for the first time in a long time, I Sunday afternoon. I'm like, you know what? I'm putting my phone down for yeah. hours and just yeah. And then <laughs> it's four four forty five, and I get on. Honestly, I get on my at my score app. I was like, hey, we see what the line movement was for this game. You know, what Vegas What is else thing. do you do? And then I looked down, I'm like, I'm not seeing the game. Yeah. It's like, oh, canceled. I'm like, what happened? And then get on Twitter, and oh, man, DePaul, thanks a lot. Brutal. Good job, Blue Demons. Brutal. Um.
0: Anyways, so that gets canceled. Yep. And then... They tried to reschedule it, or they tried to get another opponent. You did. know more about this than I do, so tell the tell the audience
1: they did. And um, I'm not sure I'm at liberty to say who the opponent okay. was going to be, but they chased a high profile opponent that had the week open to play Tuesday night. And the reason I got contacted is they're going to put the game on ESPN Plus because in that quick turnaround they didn't have the ability to you know get a crew. It would have been a very high-profile game. Unfortunately, uh, right when they got it tentatively, some of the things in place, uh, the team they had scheduled to play got a COVID positive, and now they're <laughs> shut down. Jeez. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. And so uh, I, Iowa that State team, just,
0: Iowa State really needed the game before Iowa. Well, did. I
1: think that you just want to play a game, and and also the other reason C Dub is then you you don't have to refund those tickets too. So if you can schedule a game, I mean, you you fans another opportunity to watch a home game and you're, you're losing home games in, which is a bummer, but, um, they're not going to reschedule it. And, uh, now next game's against Iowa. Got any any quick thoughts on that one? Um, I think one team is clearly better and listen, I, I, am I am not high on Luca Garza as an NBA prospect. However, I think the guy's a dominant college player and he deserves his respect for that. The numbers he's putting up are incredible and should be given all due respect from Iowa State fans. I mean, no he's doubt. he's a great no college. That, yeah. there, you don't you don't just luck your way into that and he's in a good spot there. They've got some nice surrounding pieces around him and uh, good for them now now, do I think they're a top 5 team and they're going to go to a final 4 I wouldn't go that far I think they have some limitations once they play some other quality competition I think the game they have against North Carolina what is that Tuesday night Wednesday night they have a game before Iowa State Um, will be interesting just based on athleticism but no Iowa State is not, not there yet and I think it could be a long night in Iowa City We'll talk about that later
0: in the week. I, I I agree with your assessment. I think it's going to be a really really long the problem. Is there's Seihawks no game.
1: there's no quick fixes for Iowa State? Like you they got need, to jump two feet in right they now.
0: They need they're so far behind. They just need time together and all that. They haven't they, had
1: time to practice. Yeah, it's, and they,
0: it's tough. This is like the thing was like the worst thing that could have happened. Yeah, they needed another game. Yes. All right. Before we get back to well, as we get back to football, I want to tell you guys about something. Um, ISUVIP.com Again, that is ISUVIP.com This is a really cool thing that Community Choice Credit Union and the Des Moines Airport, Bloom, are there's a, doing. There's a combo. Yeah. Community Choice and the Des Moines Airport, are they're giving away four tickets in the club section at the Big 12 Championship game. Seats are all together, and then they're giving $1,000 cash to help cover your travel expenses. Wow. And a signed Matt Campbell football and some other Iowa State swag uh, for you guys to wear at the game. The deadline to enter is Tuesday, December 15th at 11.59 a.m. So I'm assuming they're going to do the drawing coming up on that Wednesday and um why not they're just you have to be an Iowa resident I I know that they have about um 2,500 entries so far get yourself in there and give your chance uh, this is insane four, four tic- tickets yeah. and a thousand dollars four club tickets a thousand dollar cash Assign Matt Fent- Campbell football you go to isuvip.com to enter and um Thanks to Community Choice and the Des Moines Airport for putting this on for Iowa State fans. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah, I would like that. I'm taking the land jet down though.
1: I might. We're gonna have are to have gonna, a chat. Are you gonna come? Uh, maybe. So. Oh, well, you're welcome. Maybe. My wife wants to go, so I'm just. It's. I'm trying to figure oh, all so this out. Oh, so you're navigating the wife thing? Yeah, and I get. I mean. Obviously it's never played in this like she's a huge fan like she yeah. wants to go. I'm like well yeah, that's I totally understand I just it's but it this adds is kind of like it's a wrinkle to the the whole planning process yeah and this
0: um kind of goes to Brent my column that I wrote. yes that's why it resonated with me for R- sure real quick um landjet I did talk to Sean today. there's a bunch of folks out there who have been like flirting with this. there's only four left in their entire fleet. And they want to take them all to Dallas. There's only four left in the entire fleet. So you better get it done this week. Yep, yeah, that's how Psych One Fanatics going down there. And um, this is a really good option if you don't want to, you know, you you are drive allowed, yourself or get in a plane or whatever. Yes, and you are allowed to have beverages of choice in the land. I was gonna, I was gonna ask Sean. I was thinking about taking my Yeti cooler. Yeah, and just you know. Filling that thing up for the way. Why not? And the way back. Yeah. Because it's an 11 o'clock game. We'll be on the road by like three thirty, four. 4. Sure. We're just coming straight back. Why not? I mean, man. We may stop in like Kansas City right. or Oklahoma well, or For the like night. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: We'll find out. But it's but. they've got, again, Wi-Fi capability. So you can hook up, watch games on the way down, watch mm-hmm. games on the way back. Yeah. It's not like you're going to be spared for time. No. So, anyways, um, yeah, that was why I
0: I just had a heart it was weird. You, I've talked to you about this. I don't like the empty stadiums. You said it from the get-go. I don't I, like them. It, it weirds it. me out. It I get – that Kansas State – I haven't talked to you about this, but that Kansas State game, had Iowa State not been killing them – like, I was having a damn near panic attack just before uncomfortable. that. I, I can't explain it, and I don't yep. know why that triggered me the way that it did. Hmm. I, I was terrified that opening week, remember? I was like, no, I'm not going. I'm not going.
1: Is it just the unfamiliarity of it, or just like it doesn't feel I right? I don't know. But it doesn't really
0: bother me if I watch, like, um, Ohio and Buffalo. Sure. I think it's my, like happy places and it like it feels like a ghost town type deal it's it's weird i can't i can't i, I can't describe it um I've, I've just been fighting like this and i know everybody else has too and this is why i wrote about this it's like we joked about it i went back and listened to our podcast on september 7th that was okay. the op- that was game week. game week yep and we joked about it like ah, Iowa State's gonna win the conference and nobody's gonna be able to freaking go. It's the most Iowa State thing ever. Well But it's also um I like have you thought to yourself, like mentally where you would be had Iowa State not had football this fall? Yeah.
1: It's and pretty it's dark. Kind of scary, right? It's pretty dark. Yeah, I think I mean For me at least. It's been still hard. Like this has been a hard fall. <laughs> with everything going on with the bright spots in football. It's like, well, well, if you take that away, I mean, that's the power of college sports in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because they can be an escape and thank, thank goodness for that. But yeah, no, I, yeah, for sure. But yet, there, I thought that's why your, your column just perfectly captured the context of, you know, I've been at every single one of these games and yet there's still a void for me too. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't feel quite what you wanted it to be like, yeah, you wanted, you dreamed of Iowa state to be in this place and it is an incredible year, but yet there still is that twinge of something missing a hundred percent. I mean, because there's, you don't have like in just, I'm just thinking in my personal circle, like my, my family's not able to go and tailgate before the game. And I can go celebrate after, like think of the think of the party on Saturday around Jack Trice stadium after Iowa state just, kicked West Virginia's ass to make its way down to Dallas. That would have been, and there's a perfect Saturday day. Like that thing would have gone into the night. And yet, you know, you leave on from reaction and you're the only person in that vicinity. Like it's Mm -hmm. still, there's still these stark reminders of, no, it's still not normal. Uh, Yeah. And it it just kind of, it kind of nags at you a little bit. I don't know if it's because the game was so not in doubt.
0: But so again, I, I was sitting in the stands and like when that game ended, it was very like workmanlike, like, okay, let's get up and go back to our cars. <laughs> right. And I don't know if it's just because like, I mean, they had all but clinched it prior to. So like yeah. a lot of that was last week. We saw that euphoria that is last true. week. On, so that what, is I, I don't know if I was like overreacting to this, but it was like. You know, I, so I walked out to my truck. I got my gear, and I started to walk back in, and there were some guys who, I, my guess is they had snuck some shooters into jack tries, <laughs> and they're running out of the stadium going, whoo, champions! <laughs> um, and, like, it's like, okay, those, but for the most part. It's pretty orderly. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was everything that I – Didn't ever think I would see with Iowa State if we ever won a conference championship. Sure. I don't know. Like, I, but then, like, I also have in my mind, it's like, okay, well, Williams, what are you, like, what are you thinking of? And it's like, well, I remember, do you remember uh, the Baylor game? Um, Fred's first team that won the Big 12 title in Kansas City. Do you remember? Yes. You were with me. We walked out of Sprint Center and we walked. Just a zoo. I mean, just like wall to wall. People, like, Dry humping each other yeah. in the power and light, like it was crazy.
1: <laughs> Remember that night that all the so it was St. Patrick's Day, uh, and all oh, of yeah, the, you're right, all the local Kansas City people were pissed, all these yeah. Iowa State fans because they're ruining dominated their, the whole they're ruining their St. Patrick's night in the power and light. That's great point because that was that was a party, the, yeah, and the, this was, was not this was not a party, you couldn't. You'd get a citation. No tailgating allowed.
0: I don't know. But Then we had that, uh, we had damn Larry call in and got me all choked up on the radio. And Larry, God bless you. I doubt you're a podcast guy, but I hope you are. And did you hear that call? I did. Were you listening? I was driving down. Holy mackerel. Now somebody did, and um, they went and posted. Apparently, somebody reached out to ISU TV and they marked the time of that call. Whoever okay. did that at ISU TV, yeah, thank you, because a lot of our audience was wanting to listen to that, hear that call today. And, I mean, for those who didn't hear it, I mean, Larry basically said he's dying of cancer. Uh, he said season tickets for 53 years. And he was like ecstatic and he he was just ready to break down Oklahoma. Yeah. Here I am, like completely healthy, 36 year old man, like in the prime of my life. And I'm feeling sorry for like I'm looking around. This is generally what I was thinking. I was like, I did these empty seats are haunting me. Yeah. Is what I was thinking. Well, one of those empty seats has been Larry's Larry. for fifty three years. Uh, he, he wasn't like feeling sorry for himself that he wasn't there because of this pandemic. He was just like, "Hell yeah, clones, man!" He was so happy to be able to, you see know, it. yeah. And it's just like you, baby. What are you sitting around feeling sorry for yourself for? Is how I felt. But then I also think it's also it's it's natural to have those feelings in in this year. Totally, we've
1: it's all like, been. It's, it's you are conflicted. Yeah, that's what this whole thing, this whole year is about. Like, this is the problem. Iowa State's going to make potentially a New Year's Six bowl game, which has never happened. In the New Year's Six bowl game that could potentially go to one of them, is not allowing fans, and it's just like the, the and a place where Iowa State has so much history. Oh, right. taking over Phoenix. It's like the dichotomy there of of conflict is maddening. Like you're so happy we're at this place and yet we can't even celebrate it. It's Dude, I was fans. Sure. That Insight Bowl, not
0: the Insight.com Bowl, the Insight Bowl was maybe the shittiest bowl game in the last like fifteen years. <laughs> just like the game? Yeah. It was on NFL Network. Network. It yeah. got the low is the lowest rated bowl game. It wasn't exactly a compelling game. Wait, hey, we won yeah. in like whatever. And it was a blast. Yeah. My point being, like, it was two really average
1: football teams, yeah, from the upper Midwest, It just
0: totally turned that point Do you remember that ghost? Did you go to that
1: game? Do you I that- did not. That's the one game. That's the oh, one bowl okay. game I did not go to. There's like a matter ghost town. It's
0: called Rawhide, I think, is what it's okay. called. And everybody went out and just drank the place I, out of beer. I still have regrets. I didn't go to that game. Yeah, that's my point. Is like Iowa State fans did that for that crappy. Oh, bowl. I know. Could you imagine? Fiat Plus, Samuel I think I think a lot of people, I believe this, took last year off from the bulk scene because they had spent a lot of money on San Antonio the year before, and I think that they were saving up for this year. Yep, that's it's the cruel. I it's, got. A, it's
1: a cruel, cruel world. Well, uh,
0: I hope that we all, as I wrote, can listen to Larry a little bit yep. and live in the moment. And I'm gonna. I to read you too. I don't think he'll care. Uh, this is what Pollard said to me. Um, I would simply add this perspective: enjoy the moment. It is finally our time, capitalized hour. Hmm. That was his uh, after he read my read the column, and you know, and he was a guy I was thinking about too because I just I interviewed Jamie. That uh, we always joke about this how ad I was at my job back then but like it was he was on the job a couple of days and like this vision yeah. that he had yeah and here we are
1: finally <laughs> Just keep, I didn't even think about that you know point. what I mean like think about that guy I remember he came out and said that because he got hired in 2005 Yeah, it was like we want to Yeah, have a big 12 championship football team everyone's like okay we were like oh this Barry
0: Alvarez guy is coming in he's talking does, big does he realize where he is <laughs> No, but his, um, I'll never forget that interview. And I, I, I I was asking him about that. And he, he laid out the foundation on peak years was a big Barry Alvarez Mm -hmm. thing about Mm -hmm. how, you know, you just want to be base and go like your drop, your floor is six and six. Right. And then like, if you're six and six consistently, then if you can jump up and you're going to peak out at like eight and then, then you can like, raise that peak, right? And for the most part, we've kind of seen that stabilize since Rhodes. Now there were the dry years right there for the the 3, but uh you know, Rhodes gets that two-point conversion against Nebraska and he goes to bowl games in his first, first four, four years, which is insane. Yep. Uh but Jamie's vision really has come to fruition. I actually think it's been accelerated with the facilities and stuff, he's really good with the numbers and getting creative and all that. But the Big Twelve thing, while competitively, I don't think it's been great for Iowa State. Uh, the stability and the financial aspect of it has been.
1: I agree. And listen, Matt Campbell deserves. Oh yeah. All the credit. However, a couple things happened in order for Matt Campbell to succeed, and it was Iowa State's financial shape. In addition to the fan support, Matt Campbell doesn't come here without the fan support. Oh. And, and I always say go all the way around. If you can, if you can make every big 12 road environment do Iowa state has not many advantages in the conference, but one of them is the fan support and that season ticket number that started with McCarney and then really blew up under Chiswick, honestly. I mean, the excitement under Gene Chiswick can be thanked for the number of increased Iowa state fans and, it went from, like, 30,000 season tickets under Mack up to, like, 45 under Chiswick. Like, it raised exponentially there for a couple mm-hmm. of years. And Iowa State is built on that. Point being, Iowa State is not having this amount of success under Campbell if it's little old Iowa State with 40,000 people in the stands. Like, this all built upon each other. Uh, Jamie's used that, that uh, metaphor, this has been a relay mm-hmm. from Mack to Chiswick, to Rhodes, and now Campbell. But that foundation has gotten stronger, and those facilities have gotten better. And now Iowa State is right up there. Maybe not Texas, okay, from facilities, but pretty close to everybody else. And the fan support is not a question. And so when you have all those things in place, it has allowed then Campbell to come in, obviously at another level than Iowa State's ever had. But to thrive because he had those fundamentals in place. And, and so I he, think
0: he was smart with recruiting. Yes, exactly. He didn't try this was always my big critique with Rhodes and like I just felt like that staff constantly would just take the kid from Florida or Texas instead of you know, they pass up on a lot of guys who um they didn't necessarily go to be Dallas Clark in Iowa, but they were good enough players to play at Iowa state. And it's just, you, you see it right now. There's a lot of unsung heroes on this team. Yep. Love to see Landon acres get in the end zone the yep. other day, uh, the walling kid on special team. There's a lot of those types of guys who are great culture guys. And they've stuck it out because this is where they really want to be. Wanna
1: be. And, then, and so then yeah. ask yourself, look at all those individual stories. How do they end up at Iowa state? A lot of them were, you know, they had some decent offers, but what was the difference between picking Iowa state? And if you go back and read a lot of those recruiting stories, it's the fan support. Yeah. Or it's the Yeah. So they're they're I mean, I think Iowa State fans to give themselves a pat on the back too for getting to this place because they are ultimately responsible too for for this. And the great part, Chris, I keep coming back to it is this is sustainable. This has now been four years. This isn't you get Seneca Wallace and you get this transcendent player and you can you can get to ninth in the country just based on pure talent alone from one guy or a couple of guys. This is built for the long term and that's the beauty of it. So I am just I mean from that aspect Everybody deserves a pat on the back that this has been systematic. It has not been fluky and obviously his position to be in this place for a while.
0: Yeah, I was even thinking about that too. Um, like if let's say Brock surprises and goes pro. Sure. Which I don't know how big of a shock that should be. I personally I, my guess is he'll come back next Same. year, but I, I don't know. But like that doesn't just destroy next year's roster. Exactly. Now, Same. I mean you're you're not as good. Nope. Nobody's saying that you're not going to drop off a little bit, but like everything else is imp- like, you're not, this is not the uh, Jerome Tiller. <laughs> um, Actually, it would have been the, was it Jantz? Yeah. it, it Jantz and Barnett. Was that the big, was Tiller involved? Was it a three yeah. man race?
1: Back when Arnod left? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the three guys. And then all they brought them. in Jantz, right? It was, it was Tiller and Tiller and Barnett were the two guys. And then they moved Tiller to wide receiver. Tiller went to wide receiver. And, uh, well, so Tiller actually, interestingly enough, uh, actually had some, I don't think I'm speaking out of Turner, I think he had some academic trouble. Oh, okay. And was ruled out in 11. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what forced Steel Jans to be the starter in 11. And then he moved to receiver. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. But my point is, like, do you remember
0: I remember writing columns for two straight months in the offseason about the quarterback spot because it was so crucial, right? Yep. Like and it's always crucial and Brock is maybe the best player to ever play football at Iowa State. So I'm not It's a fair conversation. Yeah. I'm not like belittling like his importance. I know his importance. It's the most important position in sports. But everything again, the culture and if let's say Hunter Decker's or Aiden Bowman is the guy next year, you're going to have a really good offensive line. You're going to have an elite running back. You're going to have really solid talent. You're going to have an elite tight end group. At wide receiver, your, your defense is going to be phenomenal. It's a hell of a lot more realistic exactly. to carry the torch in that scenario compared to, hey Baker Mayfield, go play for the Browns, right, 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 like that. That's where it gets that's, really exciting. That's the
1: fun part. And, like, look at... And I think I was the team better off than they were two years ago when, you know, David Montgomery leaves. Um, yeah. fine find replacing him, honestly. Yeah. Hakeem Butler leaves. All right. You know, we found some other guys to fill in for him. You don't, you don't replace them one-to-one. Mm-hmm. But in time... It's two years since David Montgomery left, and I would say may have a better I, running back than him. I
0: watched Kenny Nawangu rip that run the that other. night. That was beautiful.
1: And I, I said to
0: Whitford, and I go, Can you believe that guy's third string? <laughs> Which I don't know if that's fair to him, but I do think that let's say Brees got hurt. I think um Brock would be the primary back. Sure, but Nawangu could be would, ten to twelve carries, he'd yeah, be fine. But like you
1: know what I mean though? Yep, that's, like that's a program.
0: Yeah, in Nwangu is I, I make the argument without Kenny Nwangu, you may not win Oklahoma, and you may not win Baylor. Uh, and Does T- and then turns.
1: TCU had a had a good one there too. I forgot about that one. So that, that game seems like it was an eternity, Yeah, year. right? Gosh. Uh that's the thing is like Iowa State's got these this depth now where they can survive either early entrance or or players getting hurt. I mean, Iowa State was down a couple D tackles against a good West Virginia team and it didn't even matter. I mean, both Bankston and Lee were, you know, didn't play a whole lot. Lee was out. Bankston just played a little bit, but they was were was
0: Bankston hurt. Did I we... don't know.
1: I never got to the bottom of that. That point. was weird because he, he didn't start. Yeah, I don't know what, what was going on there. But he was the reigning defensive player of the week, and it was really yeah. Waziri who played a lot of snaps inside. God, he was good. Yeah, and he was. If you c- watch that tape back yet, man, yeah. he was good. So it's a good t- it's a good time for be to be a Cyclone, and you know, I think when you look at so then the next conversation as well what's going to happen with the head coach. But I think the stability and the structure that's in place is reason that that Matt Campbell has to realize this isn't a house of cards that's going to come crashing down if Brock Purdy and Charlie Kohler leave. Like I've got talents around. We can be good here for a long time, which is key when you want to keep a staff that wants to win championships.
0: Hey, if you want one positive to the COVID year, is that this is like the, the year with your greatest senior class ever. How this one's been built. Uh, they can all come back they for can't? another year if they want.
1: And you've heard about half a dozen, maybe. Yeah. About so it?
0: what I I, I kind of reported this last week for our uh, premium subscribers. Yeah. You guys should, uh, if you're not uh, at that level on Patreon or the premium message board, you're, uh our premium subscribers are getting nuggets like this all the time. That's right. But um, yeah. So what I've been told is that there have not been any conversations yet, uh, which is the most Matt Campbell thing ever. Like, he's not going to start doing anything about next year until at that point. Um, but the thought is, I, I think Iowa State, well, from what I understand, they're going to welcome them back if they want. Yes. Like, this isn't going to be a shutting the door type thing. Um, and the the thought is anywhere from like 5 to 15. 5 to Probably five to ten ish. You have to think about it this way. Um, Some guys with the wear on your body are just done by the time they get, you know. And I get that. Mm -hmm. Um, Some guys, you know, you only have limited number of years to play football. They need to go and start making their money. Their clock is ticking. And some guys know this is probably the top level for me, and I want to make the most out of it. Maybe I want to get a master's degree yeah, I want to have this experience again. And I want to have the time of my life and go and hopefully win a second Big 12 championship. So it's an individual decision. Right. But I do think that Iowa State will have a handful of really good players coming back next year that maybe they weren't exactly planning on, which
1: is awesome. It'll be interesting to see the timeline for those. This decisions. is where I think a program like Iowa
0: State's in an advantage, though. How many seniors do you think Alabama will have? No, back?
1: right. You yeah. know what I mean? Not
0: many. True. And I do think if the if the cards play out the way we think they will, Iowa State preseason top ten. Oh, for sure. Maybe I was gonna say it's top five, but
1: I don't want to It's probably over, a little steep, a top wanna, five just based on the name. I don't wanna you. overshoot. But no, I think that's the that's the great thing is next year looks just as promising from and from entering the year. Now we talked about this, I thought by the way uh, we had our little f- fanatic after dark thing with Myron oh, Blythe it was just a fun just was a, that? <laughs> it's just a blast if and you guys Wink- want to
0: watch us kind of get drunk with uh, <laughs> Iowa State Couple Legends, Legends.
1: Yeah. <laughs> on live uh, video you can it's go back and watch there. that yeah and great job by Van Winkle to, to coordinate all that yeah um, but where, where was I going there um I lost my train of thought, but I, 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 I were, think some sort of a conversation we were having. Yeah, what did we? What were we talking about? Uh, about
0: Iowa State and the program? Well, Meyer was talking about how we're a playoff program, basically. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Meyer was the drunkest of all. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, but he was pointing out like if you could win Big Twelve championships, then you're not far away from the playoff.
1: Exactly. Like I think I think Iowa State's there, and um, you know should consider themselves in that same conversation, which is a, it's a fun place to be
0: real quick. Um, before we move on in this conversation, I want to thank our friends at gravitate coworking, uh, gravitate coworking is owned by a friend of mine. Bloom's. His name is Jeff Wood. Now he did tell me the good, here's the good news. The good news at bloom is that the word of gravitate coworking and, um, Finding your productive, happy place and these joint office areas that they have throughout the Metro. And they've got the one in Jefferson. Uh, there is some buzz. We are creating some buzz. We have not led to any signups yet, which I I do think and I, I keep telling Jeff. Your, your time is coming. Yes. Because everybody's getting really, really AMC. nuts. And he might be getting a client because I might be doing it. I think I might be signing up once my daughter's school is more regular. I that, I mean, I think there's a lot of people like that. You can't do anything. It's hard to right? commit to I mean, like even with you, like with daycare, it's like, geez, you could get a call any minute and be like, hey, you got to come get your kids. You Literally know? week to week. Yeah. But I, I would encourage you guys to check them out, gravitatecoworking.com. And uh, they're a great business that are owned um, by Iowa Staters. And again, like it's real simple. If you if you work from home, uh, maybe you could ask your you know maybe you could ask your Employers. your business to yeah. cover this. And yeah. you have a spot where you can literally like they, they got printers, they got coffee. Apparently, Pro- they have beer.
1: Pro- productivity would increase. Yes, they have and, a, uh, they have a uh, a dog Hercules. Yeah, you said that. He's he's the man. Jeff did say, too, that they're open to some
0: bottles of Cody Road. (laughs) So I'm going to have to drop off some – I'm going to have to drop off some – some bottles at Cody Road there at dot com, And I, uh, real quick, also a shout out to our friends at the Franklin Barbershop. How do you, uh, I got, I got trimmed up, trimmed up, trimmed up because I was like, well, the clones are playing for a championship on
1: Saturday. I got to look my best. I, uh, got I'll, the beard trimmed up, ready to go. I think I'll head this week, at least prior to before I go to Dallas, so I can, can look right. I was talking with Texans. Ryan, your guy. Yeah. Uh, we were talking a lot of WWF. Brian oldest. is a knower
0: of everything. Well, um, so they had seen the Franklin Barbershop Twitter feed had seen our tweets from the night before. <laughs> oh,
1: the Montreal Screwjob. We, screw we job. were
0: watching the Montreal screw job that Bloom was not aware of. Had never
1: heard of it. What Did you enjoy it? I mean, it was quite... I did. There was, it was fascinating. It was fascinating. And again, it came back to, like we said in the previous, it was weird seeing a crowd. An animated crowd. Yeah. Pre-COVID. What year was that? Ninety six, seven? Um, ninety seven. Ninety seven. That was November of
0: nineteen ninety seven. Seeing cigarette ads it was weird too. And it actually led me. You're gonna believe this. I uh, Did you stay up all night watching. Other no, ones I got an audio book about it, <laughs> and I've been listening to it to and from Clorinda. You just can't stop yourself. No, I've th- this weird deal like you when start I start diving and then you just need to dive further. When I get interested in a topic, it's it's freaking on. <laughs> so now like I'm somebody just
1: somebody wrote an audio book about the Montreal screw job. Basically. That seems like a pretty limited uh well, like Bret Hart,
0: you gotta understand the guy's a legend. He, he's so it's basically like a biography, but like it's Okay. Based on that. Well, kind of. I it's anyway, I've I've said too much. But I want to thank our friends at the uh, Franklin Barbershop. <laughs> we were, um, God, what? we had all sorts of great discussions. Oh, um, you know what I've been working on back in Clorinda? I'm yes. not going to get into too many yep. details. But um, Hogan at the Franklin Barbershop, I was kind of telling him about the situation. He's like, hey, do they have any uh, VHS lying <laughs> around? And I'm like, Cause as a matter of fact, they do. So I have a whole garbage sack full of old movies that I'm going to be dropping off at our friends at Franklin <laughs> Barbershop. This is the type, uh, not just a great haircut, but you're going to meet great, great people. Go to FranklinBarbershop.com and you can book your appointment today. Um. Okay. Uh, let's, let's talk about the bowl scenario. Yes. Real quick, obviously, if Iowa State wins the Big 12 championship, it will be playing in the Cotton Bowl Classic. Crazy thing about that: the guy who now is like the media guy for the Cotton Bowl. Now, now you weren't in Tulsa
1: for. I was not the NCAA, NCAA tournament. I was not. I was getting ready. I was with, doing the women's game. The is going to love this. Okay, so um, okay. I left the bar that
0: like the media scrum was at you guys when you're on the road (laughs) Tulsa. And I ended up just by myself. at some random speakeasy. (laughs) This is not surprising to me so far. So I'm just hanging out there and I'm in this random underground speakeasy in downtown Tulsa (laughs) where these guys are like, they're literally like breathing fire. They're like, it's like a circus act. It was crazy, and I have, I got video. I'll show you afterwards. And then they start doing the whole well, we're gonna pour moonshine on the bar and set it on fire stuff. Like there's fire everywhere. It's like 3 a.m. in Tulsa, because the thing was Iowa State didn't have shooter on until like six o'clock the next night. So like we had nothing to do. It was amazing. Anyways, I start I start yucking it up with this guy next to me. As you do. And he's all telling, he's the SID for Georgia State, I thought it was. There was some Sunbelt League, some Sunbelt team. I don't remember who was down there, honestly. Um, no, but he wasn't even there. He oh. was there helping. Oh, okay. Just he was her. there because that was the league that was running the Got media it. type stuff. Got it. And anyways, we become pretty good buddies, and we're chatting, and he's a really good dude. We have mutual friends, many of whom are at Iowa State. He's been in the SID business for a long time. Had an amazing time getting to know this gentleman. And Facebook friends to this day keep in touch. He's now in charge of the Cotton Bowl. Wow. Media stuff. Yeah, so I'm really hoping Iowa State goes there, and perhaps I can get my friend to meet me at Dallas Speakeasy, and we can breathe fire again. There you go. Small that world. Is- fantastic yeah who would have thought a random connection in tulsa i i I came back to that hotel room at like 4 a.m stansbury's like where you been i go
1: uh, speak easy with this guy from georgia what is with you random rendezvous with random people i mean you met jerry the king lawler's manager and that turned into a whole ordeal yeah that was a good time and i was thinking about that too what a
0: covid haven that would have been no because you didn't go down to that deal we had 150 people packed into jerry the king lawler's basement like sardines i mean covid would have just been passed around like an std
1: <laughs> probably a couple of those holy mackerel oh, best part a, of that story I've, I've told this before yeah somebody's tried to steal the he's the stealing the king's robe. robe
0: can't do that the king unbelievable See, those are the experiences that are not going to be there. I know this year, I Iowa just, State fans are the best, man. I they still, are the freaking best, and
1: they'll have a party. One of my favorite Iowa State related, and we're past the point of uh, this this being a thing. But do you remember? You may not, but random Big Twelve tournament. Craig Brackens is oh god, yes, junior year. This going away party, yeah. It's so bracket. They lose to. Uh, <laughs> Colorado Texas oh is it Texas it oh, was yeah. Texas Colorado then, was the Jake Anderson year. yep and then the next night Craig or the so Craig declares the NBA draft right before the women's game right before the women's game but he stays in Kansas City and I don't know how the wire transfer works but he apparently signed with an agent pretty quickly there and so we ended up I think the shark park with Craig oh, Brackens and we crew. We did, Yeah. Until like three in the morning. And it was phenomenal. I hate the shark bar, too. I don't know how we did it. Yeah. We were, and then we cut, we both looked at each other like two or thirty more, we like, we what gotta, are we doing we, here? We have to get out we of here. We need to get out. Now. Yeah. But that's the thing is like that, that's the beauty of, uh, Iowa, you know, State fans, with Iowa State fans. You, you don't know who you're going to see. And I don't even feel bad for being at the Brackens thing because we they were in, like we didn't were get like, invited. We were just kind of there, and all of a sudden there's these Iowa State people we know. Like, yeah, I was like Iowa State employees and stuff <laughs> we, like that. We like, didn't. We're, we weren't great. You you got along with Craig.
0: Craig's a great guy. Yeah, I knew Craig well yeah. because you would have covered uh, his the, recruiting. The recruiting, and he was an Otzelberger guy yep. and all that. So I I knew that him was a good night though. I knew Craig pretty well, and I I was pretty in with that whole Brewster group. Um, Jason. Smith. Yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. if jason smith still there i would say it was recruiting guys from J from brewster all the time so i yeah but that no what a just randoms like that's the fun that's part that's the most fun part yeah. and the amount of like stories from the memphis trips yep. and, and they're not all like drunken no but just you
1: running somebody at a pep rally you didn't really you be at a pep
0: rally yeah um i had an amazing I had an amazing time. Stansbury and I and Mitch, who does our bowl trips, great dude. And Sage Rosenfels and I had just, after the Camping World Bowl last year,
1: sitting up in a in suite. <laughs> I didn't get to go last year. Oh, yeah, because of Teddy. Teddy was three weeks old, so I didn't go. But. No, so we we were
0: in, um, Sage was like, oh, yeah, meet me up at the airport club or whatever, and I'm like, The what? <laughs> And I go up there, and it's like – I actually did have, like, club access because I – in the hotel's mind, I was in charge of bringing all these people there. Oh, so you had uh, the points. So they gave me, like, it's the top level. And apparently, like, we're only, like, certain people know about these little spots. So we sat up there for, like, I don't know, three hours watching the college football – Literally, this giant ass club with all you can eat, drink, eat. Just they had like shrimp, want. yeah. <laughs> like champagne. Sage,
1: Sage was at home. You were not. Yeah, Sage is like, oh, this is this oh, is this like is, a giant road trip. Sage is like, this is shit wine, and I'm like, what are you talking about? They got, they got Budweiser. It's free. Oh, Give me another. <laughs> Any place Sage's, it's going to be a good time. Oh yeah,
0: I love. I just. I'd lo- I've met so many cool Iowa State. One other story, and the, this one actually made me a little bit choke up today, and I had to leave my house. I was down at my parents. I'm just, what the hell is wrong with me? Like I, all, I I don't know what's wrong with me. No, it's, there's a lot going on. I think I've cried more in the last like month and a half than I have in the last year or two. Like I don't get it. My dad. It was our disastrous first trip to the Liberty Bowl.
1: Oh yeah, hell, absolute hell. Yeah, I, my my. So my my uh, girlfriend at the time went. Remember that she rode with you guys. I flew. Oh, but I was in. I Crystal was, did. Yeah. yeah, Crystal did. Yeah, she uh, she was on that trip
0: that broke two down. Of, two of the buses broke down. Uh, a guy died, not on our trip, but yeah, one of the, the bus, bus drivers, drivers from the same company for the band. And then they're all. That's right. Um. And I just like, we're a, we're a makeshift media company at the time. We're like, we're not a travel, but we're trying to put on an affordable trip and make a little money and like, whatever. So anyways, um, my, like we all are, there's four buses okay, and we're all in charge of like a bus. I believe crystal was actually in charge of a bus. She was, she had some sort of responsibility and my dad's in charge of one. And dad's bus, you know, they're rolling into Memphis and they're playing like jock jams. For sure. Like they're they're all fired.
1: I think he asked me before that trip to like provide a bunch of trivia questions that he could. Oh, yeah. Dad was do. putting on a show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, he, he his bus, the morale on his That's bus is high. much higher. Yes. Than the rest. He met meets a guy named Paul on that trip who has maybe. He's maybe my dad's best friend now. Hmm. They, every time dad goes to a game, uh, they meet up at Hickory Park. Um, My dad puts on a car show annually, small world, um, how it all ties together. But dad originally put on this car show, car show in honor of um, Jared's grandpa, Jared Stansbury, who had a big car collection. And my dad did it because of that. And they raised a bunch of money. It's now an annual thing in Clarinda. My dad loves cars. Yep. That's where I get the NASCAR stuff. Um, I'm down there two years ago, and Paul just shows up. Paul drives like four hours to come support my dad. Wow. Um, I'm there this morning, you know, and I'm, I'm getting a little work done, doing a few things, and dad's phone rings. It's Paul. Mom's like, oh, yeah, they talk twice a week at mm-hmm. the exact same time. <laughs> and I'm listening to them. And they're just, they're they're analyzing the women's basketball win over TCU. And, like, I just was, like, very appreciative that, like, of all these things that we've gotten to do as Iowa State fans, and even for, like, like what I've gotten to do in my career, and, and we get to do cool stuff, that, like, my dad is now, like, a lifelong friend because, because of, of, like, one of, bowl of our trip. bowl trips now. is one of his best friends. How cool is yeah, that? Yeah,
1: phenomenal. You know? Like that's what it's, it's all about. And yeah. that's, wh- that's why... What is wrong with... Like, we need to, like, be breaking down defensive lines No, but, they, no but it's the... What you realize... Yeah, I mean, the wins and the losses and, and feeling good about your program is, you know, that. hey, that's Twitter bragging rights, it's bragging rights, etc. But when you get experiences that go beyond that... I mean, people don't go to... People don't go tailgate for eight hours <laughs> because they, oh, you, you can beat, you know, you beat up on UNLV next year, whoever you play, right? You do it because the people around you, and for so long, Iowa say was so bad, that's the only thing you had. It was just those connections, and yeah. now you have a football program to go with it, and it's a great thing. I mean, the amount of people that would be in Dallas if that if, if that could go to oh, Dallas, Jesus. I mean, you just you start thinking about some of that stuff, but yet, I'm glad that we all have this this payoff in whatever way we can celebrate it. So uh, there's something something to that. All right. Um, do you got anything else on football? The bowl scenarios, just real quick. Yeah. We th- Cotton Bowl. You, we we start with the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. We if, never if, got past if, that. If Iowa State wins, i will go to the Cotton Bowl. Um, which is the thirtieth, by the way. So oh, it's a it quick is. Turnaround.
0: So the Fiesta Bowl is the second second, and we think that that's still in play. Now, the thing that sucks is the fan thing isn't going to come into
1: play this year. Nope. No advantage. Other than viewing numbers. So
0: rating. the New Year's Six, are those selected by the committees or the college football playoff selects those, right? This,
1: yes, the committee does of the playoff. Selects. So Gary Barta's group. Right. However, what I don't know that I would love some clarification by Ace. anybody who would know, it. I don't is does do the bowl games have some say in that? Can the fiesta bowl? Okay. Go, I'll figure can, that out. Can the fiesta bowl say, Hey, you know what committee, you know, we've got the last two selections here. We'd really like Iowa state. Or is it just the committee say, Nope, Iowa state's 13th in our rankings. Can't take them. Or how does that work? You know, how, where's the, where's the line of demarcation? Does if Indiana somehow is higher than Iowa state in the rankings, God, I hope not. Um, Do they are they forced to then take Indiana, or is there some leeway between the bowl games to select?
0: Yeah, I feel like we could do a whole podcast on the Big Ten moving things around for Ohio State.
1: I don't like you. You've got your show to do it. I think it's it's silly. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. Oh, but, I, but this is the. I'm of off it. on
0: Tuesday and then Wednesday, Daddy's gonna blow a gasket. Cigarette. The problem is, I lost my, I lost my shit all last week yeah, on the committee. Like I
1: can't do it anymore. When okay? when you've got literally millions of dollars in difference at stake, they they've got of protect course they're gonna revenue. take Ohio State. Right. Of course, but well, this is why.
0: Like, how can a jackass like me in Des Moines see in know, September? You need to go to happen. eight I this know. year, guys. This isn't gonna be fair.
1: And I'll it, tell it, you so why the, the it's big,
0: because Bill Hancock and his friends are dinosaurs and they refuse to adapt to
1: anything. Yeah, Cause they're afraid that it'll upset their apple I'm not, I'm apple not
0: trying to be ageist. What I'm, what I'm trying to do is they are stuck in the eighties. It, the, you yeah, can and be, you, you, and, and this is the thing you, you can, can be 35 and be right. stuck in the eighties too. These guys and uh, their white blazers in their you know, driving around in their Cadillacs. They don't give a crap other than protecting the world that they, loved, uh,
1: with a D at the end, and it doesn't exist anymore. And I don't even blame the Big Ten here. I mean, the Big Ten no. is manipulating their system in order to benefit themselves. Just like themselves. the ACC did. I and mean, they can benefit themselves through this because it'll work. It's not their fault. <sighs> we all Ohio State's up. getting in. It's just Let's just be honest. It's
0: frustrating. Yeah, they're getting in. 5-0 Buckeyes in the
1: playoffs. And then, so, Fiesta Bowl. Frickin barely beat Indiana. <laughs> Fiesta Bowl is probably Rutgers possible. was within 12 of them. All right. But, huh. hey, they have Justin Fields, and he was good last year. Like Just <laughs> <man. laughs> give Fields the Heisman, too. <laughs> I mean, why not? And uh, then the
0: Alibaba is the other option. Which, whatever. Like, that wouldn't be a bet. Te- because ba- at least
1: fans could fans go. Fans could go to that one. No so, fans at the Fiesta Bowl. No
0: fans. But, like, the other two.
1: Would be fans. Yeah. Just um, just beat Oklahoma. Alamo Bowl is 29th of December. Uh, Cotton Bowl's the 30th. And then the Fiesta Bowl is the 2nd of January. Okay. So you're all in that same general week. Although it doesn't matter. Well, people, I guess, could travel to the Alamo Bowl, but apparently the Riverwalk is closed. What? Shut up. Are you serious? Yeah. There's no bars open on the well, Riverwalk? I don't know. There might be bars open around it, but apparently there's not a whole lot going on around there. And well, that kind of sucks. Iowa State. I know this now. It's not going to treat this like a bowl week. They're going to treat it like a road game. So they're going the day before. The day before, perhaps depending if there's like a press conference or something or some sort of obligation, maybe two days before the game. But they're not going to do like six days like they have before. Yeah. Well, that, there's no pep rally. There's no none of that stuff. So yeah, it's kind of a made for TV event, honestly. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not an event like it's, we're used to. No, it's 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 so you can get the
0: TV. I doctor. don't even know if I'll go. Well, it's a road game. Yeah. On a neutral site. I am going to Dallas because I will not miss that opportunity. But I mean, we we will have to take a a photo in Jerry's world. Yeah, I think we'll, I think we need to do that. All right, um, real quick, some hits on basketball, just real quick. I don't want to spend too much time on this. I I do. I'm just being honest, and I, I hope people can respect some object. I think Iowa's going to kill our men. Like, I, I think it's a 20 to 30 points. Well. I hope I'm wrong. You guys know that. I love the clones, but I, I just. The,
1: I, the McCaffrey family's not one to let up. If well, they,
0: neither are those guys. Like, Bo Hannon, yeah, like they all hate Iowa State. They do. And I don't think we have the guys right now. I think talent-wise like our guys could potentially play in the same gym, but like I they're not ready. Cohesive.
1: Yeah, man, I mean the the I hope, the I'm hope wrong. is the hope is maybe we go out and hit like 13 threes. Yeah. We yeah. have to. Yeah. That's it. I mean I would say didn't shoot the ball at all it's Possible South Dakota yeah. State and um what's the line in that game? Some of it will depend on 18. Iowa. I mean, I think it's fifteen. I think it's fifteen right now. Okay. What did last year end up? It was bad. I remember it was bad, but I—I uh, I mean, it's kind of a blur. I kind I of know. forgot about the second half. Iowa State was favored in that game, which is crazy when you think about how it all ended up, uh, how it worked. But at that time, well, Iowa State had just beaten Seton Hall, right? You know, they really
0: at the end of the Bahamas deal, they. You're kind of like, oh. we got a chance. They 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 really, they really should have beaten Look Michigan. If you go back, if you ever watch that game again, though, that's a frustrating game. They're up on Michigan like seven with like 10 to go or something like that. Look, at this last year, I remember it got out of hand in a hurry. I, I have a bad feeling about Friday because I know yeah. how much that Iowa program
1: hates Iowa State. Yeah, and they'll, they'll put it on them if they can. 84-68 last year. So yeah, it was 16. bad. Yeah, I mean, and I was got. I was a great. They're really good, and they've all played together so team. much. And they, exactly. This and is none of them. None of them will probably have a great career in the NBA. I think Luke will make it. Do you think Luka will be an NBA I guy? Think he'll he'll get a chance. Okay. I think he'll work hard enough to get a chance. I
0: hope so. I I think it, I um. Monte Morris new three year deal. By the way, yeah. I wanted to
1: get that in. That's great news. How about this a little fun fact for you? He now becomes the third the cycle with the third largest nba contract in history wow trailing kelvin cato signed a six-year 36 million dollar deal in 2000 and jamal tinsley signed a six-year 39 million dollar deal in 2003 the caveat being jamal had the last year bought out because he had some problems with indiana some legal stuff but uh so more money monte just signed more money in three years, and Jeff Hornacek made it in his entire career. Wow! Or Fred. Not so bad. Mon- Monty, uh, Monte as the uh, the kids say just got the bag.
0: So real quick, the other guys, Yang's in a good in
1: good shape. Yeah, he at least has another year. I don't know what his contract situation is.
0: I think Nas
1: might be in trouble.
0: Nas has not signed with anybody, to
1: my knowledge. Yeah. So, he's still Naz out is, there.
0: This weird offseason has not
1: helped Nope, No, Naz, Deontay are both in the same boat of kind of being... They're floaters, floaters right floaters now.
0: Floaters right now. And then Nader just got traded to the Suns.
1: Yes. Although, it's, they cut him. They cut him? No, maybe not. I just, um, I'm trying to think. I think he is with the Suns. He was in that trade. Yeah, I know, but they... I, Let's see here. Let me. I'm gonna look up real quick. Well, I gotta know Bloom because I gotta keep up with my I jersey know. collection. No, he's with the Suns. Okay. Okay, he's with the Suns. I think he's on, he's on the roster. That's the one Guar- thing I just,
0: you worry about guaranteed deals. And- yeah. Well, I am thankful to Monte for signing with the same team. Yeah. Because now that, I don't have to it, buy that. another jersey. But Tyrese, um, Jeez,
1: yeah, shocker, they really like him in Sacramento. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to get some Kings gear. Yeah, I think he's gonna play a lot that there I, I re-upped my package by the how way how crazy is that the uh NBA exhibition games start on Friday <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> stop it I'm serious I, uh, this 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 season this like uh, this Friday. whole deal is just killing me and like Talon that. I guess taylor has been phenomenal for the Lakers really like he, he Vogel said today they're gonna he's forcing him to play him good so good for Talon maybe Talon will be the next LeBron uh, LeBron's going to take off a couple months, so I think Taylor will get some time because of it. All right. Um, and then the women play Wednesday night. Yeah, that's so. be a really that's good gonna game. be super
0: entertaining. I'm calling that game.
1: It's over there, and I've seen has struggled to win there. Should have the won the there basketball. two years ago. Yep, should have. You did that game over there then, right? Yeah. Um, uh, they the they have struggled over there. I think it's weird to say. I thought in a double digit loss to a team. Iowa State looked impressive on Sunday. They just didn't hit any shots. Didn't make any shots, but I thought they competed very well with the Ashley Jones
0: team. has been in the thirties for the
1: last three games. It's incredible! Is she going to average thirty a game? She is putting. I mean, she is on a run to start a year that has never Jeez. been done before. I didn't think we'd ever see another Bridget Carleton, and here we are. Literally two years later, and she is exceeding her numbers. Well, and then, yeah, and it doesn't look like it's going to die after her. No. This, That's the this freshman, freshman class. They are, they are still young, and they've got a long ways to go, but they were. darnosky's like. She's
0: really. I feel like the game's really fast for her right now, but yep. you can see it's, it's there. That Emily Ryan is a... Uh, rock. Holy yeah, mackerel.
1: It's I. Th- I'm. I'm really looking forward to. And
0: then Aubrey goes out there and hits the threes, yep. and then the, the Kiley goes out.
1: Like, they are very loaded, entertaining. very entertaining team. I think. I think it'll be fascinating against Iowa because Iowa's still got some. Do, do you not like? Everybody knows I'm the biggest Cyclone
0: women's basketball shill on the planet, but like this is. What you guys? I'm talking about you, older Cyclone fans. Okay, referred to as like the glory years, you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this it's current group has a chance to take us back to that era. I agree. Elite eights. Yep. Maybe a final four. I,
1: you get Ashley Jones for another year after this year, maybe we we'll see what the NCAA does, but I mean, we'll see if Kristen comes back. Yeah, you know, if she yeah, can come back. Like but they, man, they just got—they they got are loaded. Great talent on that team. Um, but the game, and I think, Wednesday night will be of the two. Uh, I'm probably more—I'm more interested interested in the women, win- just based on potential results. But maybe but, the men. Hey, the men. Uh, like I said, the men. The men have enough shooters. They run into thirteen I, or fourteen threes, and I listen. I was great on offense. They still don't guard. They yeah. don't. They just don't play defense. Yeah, and so if you can run into a bunch of threes, so you get take the, take the over, get the game in the '80s, and I don't know what can happen. Yeah, and it's not like you're running into a crazy atmosphere. No, there. and the reason why Luka Garza won't be you know won't be a first round draft pick is because he doesn't guard the pick and roll. If you can get him moving somehow, Bohanna doesn't guard. I mean, those guys just don't play a lot of defense. And I think that's what's going to hurt Iowa in the long run. If you're, if I'm putting my college basketball hat on, is you play a team with talent. um, Well, they're going to see plenty of that in the big. Yeah, I mean they'll, they'll get it. But I listen. I think they're. I think right now, absolutely deserve to be a top five team. In my opinion, I'm not trying to be a hater here. I don't think they finish there because I think they'll be eventually exposed. Somebody can slow down Garza enough, and you spread them out and you drive them, and people score on those guys. But I don't think that'll happen Friday. All right, Bloom. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> one more one more. Uh, cheers to the Big 12 regular season we'll, uh, champion.
0: Cheers. Last sip of Cody Road That's here. Right. We're going to have the uh, Land Jets full of Cody Road, by the way. If you're getting a Land Jet through there, for, you're going to have a bottle of Cody Road waiting on you. There's <sighs> only four of them left. Make it happen. Get in on that. He is Brent Bloom. Are you on the call of any games this week, or do you have a week off?
1: I I'm off till uh, Dallas. Nice, yeah. Little
0: uh, Teddy birthday party coming up. We we, we do up next this weekend. Uh, One happy, years old. Happy birthday birthday to Theo. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, seems like. That just was like a yesterday. lot longer. <laughs> yeah, long but short. or it was just yesterday. I don't even one know of anymore. the two. One of the deals. Thanks for listening, everybody. You think we so. we're sorry it's a night late, but we appreciate your patience and uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Have a good one.